record this. All right. After a fantastic, actually, fantastic is the wrong word. Um, two week hiatus after a little bit of a strep throat and a little bit of too much busyness. Um, I have returned. There is a hundred percent chance your testosterone will listen to this beast for the first time ever. Totally weedless on crying for information. We are here with two special guests, the three Franks of the St. Lawrence football team, Casey, Mike, and Chris. Gentlemen, how are we doing tonight? You're both muted, by the way, so make sure you unmute yourselves when we get rolling. What up? Yes, sir. Casey, you're still muted. There we go. Hi, boys. I'm muted now. It's good. Um, pretty excited for this first um, type of podcast. I expect my best performance of all time. Um, as you know, no longer am I tired. I'm wired. We'll get into the uh, no smoking breakdown in a bit, but one one sto- one quote that's always stuck with me is from Caleb. Um, I think it was my sophomore year, and he looked at me. He's like, "Just so you know, every time you're stoned, you're literally a stone. You don't <laughs> stone." Um, and that's been sticking with me through October. While I've just been powering through. So um, no longer am I a stone, gentlemen. How are, how's life going? How's everything going? Welcome to the pod. Life is good. Miss the boys. I know. No complaints here. I'm just grinding through freaking school, JV football, freaking grad school. I'm I'm in one. You're in one. You're we doing love it. it. We love it. Grad school starts for me in a, a restarts for me in two weeks. I am not excited. Although it will probably be a lot easier now that I won't be stoned all the time. Um, so I'm excited Is for that. Is this a permanent thing, Chris? Or I thought you were just doing sober act up. I don't know. Like I'm, it's it's uh. We'll get to that right away, I guess. It's, I mean, I've just okay. been so much more productive, um, and I don't, I don't have like it's fair. I'm trying to get anxious with it, and I was just like blazing late at night, so it didn't make much sense. And uh, I, I still, I've been taking edibles, and it's made it much more enjoyable to take edibles because I take a much smaller amount. My shit keeps freezing. You're okay. You're, you're, you can talk at least. No, so we'll see. I don't think I, I, I would imagine I will continue to um, take edibles for the long term being, but considering how much money I was spending on. But and all that, um, and I'm also just smoking by myself, which isn't that cool. So, um, yeah, so <laughs> prob- probably um, a long term thing solo. But I will, I would definitely smoke with other people, and yeah, not a big deal. So you're turning just, it into your social thing, yeah, re- recreation. Make it a, um, a social thing. I gotta sit up because I'm charging my computer. But other than that, so there's been a lot going on in the group um, recently. So I think that the way we're going to handle tonight's pod is I got some great segments. We'll hammer, um, we'll hammer fantasy first because it's been two weeks. But I think the most important thing since our last last podcast is um, get downs on it has broken away at six and one. Um, we'll go over last week's scores. I don't want to spend more than five minutes on the scores. Um, but last week, get downs on it. Two five and one teams met. He beat Take a Shot. This is reminding me I got to send um, Dylan the lollipops. I'll actually do that <laughs> in a couple minutes. Um, do it while we're on the pod. Yeah, I'll do it while we're on the pod. A reason to listen. We'll do, we'll, I'll do it when one of you guys gets going. Um, but the big game of the week last week was get downs on it, beating Take a Shot 132 to 123. Controlling first place, uh, Kevin has gotten rich with Joe Burrow and Ramondre Stevenson. Um, it's been awesome to see a do- another dominant owner or a repeat dominant owner. Any anything you guys want to talk about that game? We're gonna we're gonna break down Ryan in a little bit in his travels, so we don't really uh, need to talk much about him right now. Yeah, Downs is a weapon. Um, 
it just seems back-to-back years he's putting something together. So watch out for him. I mean, both teams scored a lot of points in that game. Like Ryan would have beaten, other than Dylan, every other team. Mm-hmm. So that's a tough one. I I agree. Um, so yeah, I, I think I think if we look at the standings right now, what's his name is an absolute weapon, um, Kevin, um, and someone to be afraid of. Um, so yeah. If we move on, the Nucci, you beat the Beastcocks in a battle of three and three teams. Now you're four and three, the Beastcocks, um, three and four. I mean, uh, Josh Allen has been paying off. You didn't have him this week, but I think the real breakthrough for you has been uh, Nick Chubb and Damian Pierce. Yes, the two, even Pierce, who like the Texans suck, but like Pierce has been putting up points. Yeah. And then for the Beastcocks, it was nice to see them kind of turn it around. Um, Derrick Henry's on and off. Dak Prescott is back. But it was a big bye week for a lot of people, so it was a, it was a weird fantasy week also. Yeah. Um, Kittle then, had a game for them. It was the national tight end day, too, so that was kind of cool. Let's get to the meat locker, and then we'll get to – I'll mention, I'll talk about me and Matt, Matt because we're so bad at fantasy. It's embarrassing. Um, so the Daytona Hostaddies kind of didn't take Mike to the woodshed, but dropping 134 in him and earning the lollies. Key to this was only two players on Daytona's team had single-digit points. Mike got a little unlucky as Christian McCaffrey joins a new team. Tom Brady isn't playing that great. And St. Brown got a two-way concussion protocol. So, Mike, any comment on your team and now being under 500? Yeah, um, I've been up and down. I think the, uh, you know, I don't want to make excuses, but the unluckiness of, of Amon Ra getting, getting injured early, that didn't help me at all. Um, but I, I, I've never gone into a fantasy uh, season like loving my team but I like really like the players on my team so hopeful for the future I say that but then there are days where I think everybody should be on the trading block so I don't know mm-hmm. and uh, let me just say this now Dylan has been paid the lollies um, there we go Dylan congratulations um, then let's just get to my game next I th- I'm having a worst fantasy season I know Gardner's 0-7 which is just absurd um, but I'm on a six game losing streak and we lost Nooch. We'll get him back. Um, but I think the key for me is not taking Lamar Jackson and taking Dalton Schultz instead, who is, I am, I'm not even starting anymore. Um, Devonte Williams tearing his ACL. And the other key for me is that since the Broncos suck, I'm not getting a lot of Jerry Judy production. So with all those being said, and I did, I bet the Jaguars to win the AFC South. So I was very high on them going into the year. And I thought Trevor Lawrence would break out. Trevor Lawrence sucked. I released him after week two. Um, And the other fatal flaw of mine I'm realizing is I thought Kenneth Walker was going to be hurt for the whole year. And I drafted him. He has not been hurt for the whole year. No, he had a good game last week. Yeah, I feel like an idiot. (laughs) Dylan is so dumb. So I, I, I Venmoed him $40 because I have $40 in my Venmo. And I said, 40 now, 10 coming next. And he immediately texted me, what does this mean? When am I getting my 10? Chill out. I mean, he's that's a dad. I, he's a dad. I, like, I don't know if he runs into those Venmo problems all the time, every Saturday. You know. Dylan, chill out. You'll get your money. <laughs> oh, my God. And then finally, Gardner at 0-7. I mean, I don't even know how you go defeated so far. Um, I mean, we I don't even know I don't even know if he's in the league. Right? 
Um, Have we ever had a defeated season before in our league history? I don't know if we have. I don't think so. Um, so I, what did we? I don't, what would the punishment be? I mean, I think it would just no, be the punishment. Going defeated. All right, it's five and eight. I'm gonna look real quick to recap. Four and eight. We had a tie in 2016. That's pretty wild. Four and eight, dude. I don't know if there's ever been a defeated season. Two and ten. Colin Scott in 2018 was two and ten. That's pretty tough. Um, yeah, I think um, is the big strikeout on Najee Harris, Darren Waller. Russell Wilson and Debo Samuel. I mean, none of them have put up numbers you would have thought. And I think we got to think about Gardner right now and be, this is what happens when you don't listen to the pod. Where you're not engaged, right? I know, I know we used to have a coach who would talk about um, confidence, right? And I remember one of his favorite quotes was from Shiano. And it said, it doesn't matter what you say, you got to do it with confidence. I tell my kids this actually. And I just haven't seen any confidence from the G spot this year. I mean, that's life, though. Just fake it till you make it. Exactly. And I don't think he's faking it. Like, no post in the group. Um, <laughs> listen to the pod. Like, I, I get more action on his Instagram story than I do from um, his fantasy football team. So I think that yeah. – I think what we feared with uh, – who was it? Sam getting a girlfriend kind of happened with Gardner, but it wasn't he got a girlfriend. Maybe Gardner just doesn't care about sports anymore. I don't know. You know, when you I mean, should have him on the pod next week and, and ask him that one. I don't even know if he knows there is a pod. <laughs> I think <laughs> that's brutal. There's a 13% chance he knows that there's a podcast. Yeah, very low. Um, so let's for because there's a lot to talk about. So if we look at the playoffs right now, we still got six weeks left, so a lot can happen. Get downs on it. We're playing the huddle and take a shot. We're playing the football team now, other than. Me and the G spot, it is totally wide open. Um, we have two teams at five and two, one at six and one, Kevin. Three, four teams at four and three, and three teams at three and four. Really? So, so there's a. So whoever finishes the season the strongest is going to be in the playoffs, except for me, because I don't really, or Gardner, I don't think either of us can get in the playoffs. So low key, though, PD Pablo's plays take a shot this week, right? If PD Pablo's wins, then they're both five and three. We could have just like a total mayhem in the top four. Yeah, we could. And it it might come down to tiebreakers, which is going to come down to points. Yeah. Uh, And that would be interesting because, for example, I know Pete beat me this week, and uh, he only had 87 points because I have the most embarrassing fantasy team in America. Um, (laughs) So, you know, it might come down to points scored, that sort of thing, um, and whatnot. But I think – if I was going to just me or have there been some really low scoring games this year, the, the, t- the touchdowns are like a hundred less than last year in the NFL. Yeah. I saw the There's less offense for sure. Less offense. I think if I was going to take a shot at it, um, got downs on it's making the playoffs. I think that the football team will make a playoff. Cormac always makes it. Mm-hmm. My, my hot take, I guess if I have one is Ryan's not going to make the playoffs. I hate to say this, I think we go the huddle, and then I think the cake stand. Sorry, Mike. I, I think I, that, that's my three. So get downs on it, football team, um, the huddle, and the cake stands. 
Yeah, I don't know. I I know I always butt heads with Dylan, but like I kind of like Dylan's team. They're kind of just I don't know. I feel like every week they just have a good score. He's never been blown out that I've seen. You know, Dylan's team is definitely solid. Now that I look at his run, um, but what about like Cormac? I feel like Cormac's always in it, and I thought he might have taken a step Cor- back with the police academy, but um, I don't know. He's, I mean, they're both free. I agree. Cormac's always good. Always. Cormac, I'm, I mean, I was hoping for a Cormac-like performance this year in fantasy, but I got the opposite. I think Cormac's big thing is he trusts his gut. Um, he just kind of goes with what he believes in. And I think as a police officer, sometimes on the force, you have to act with what you think is right. Right? You can't wait. You have to do what's right. You don't know what's ever going to happen in those streets. No. And I think that his fantasy performance is going to turn into a good police officer. <laughs> and vice versa. His police training is going to turn him into a fantastic fantasy football general manager. Yes. I don't know a lot about police officers, <laughs> but what I do know. No, me neither. I know nothing, dude. <laughs> Mac matched with the hot one on Grindr. Um, so he can only go up from here. So cops like Isn't Grinder the gay dating app? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Whip. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of our fantasy breakdown. A lot's been going on, and I think um thinking about our fantasy league, I, I think you can probably tell from the last 10 minutes, there's just a lot of jumbulation right now. Low scoring games. I don't think there's anyone who's like super thrilled about their team right now. Um I mean, also, when the commissioner's one and six and has lost six straight games, I'm not super thrilled. So I'm just doing everything not to get in last place um, because I'm not going to back out of a punishment. <coughs> um, <coughs> sorry. Um, but I think, I think that's the key thing. For me, at least, I'm not in it. Uh, I think the, fo- the scoring total's been low. And also, this just hasn't been that great of an NFL season. That's what I mean. Like, I feel like, this year, there's no like big crazy games like Tyreek Hill going for 300 yards and four touchdowns. Like that just does, that hasn't happened yet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Remember like Jamal Charles back in the day used to have like 53 point fantasy games. Like that shit's not happening at all. No. Hey, there's a lot of week, a lot of weeks left. So a lot of weeks left, a lot of football left. That's true. That's um, true. So yeah, so I'm happy we got fantasy, but there's been a lot going on in the friend group. Um, and some of the stuff just needs to get the stuff discussed right away. Um, two weeks away, and you know, we had Dylan go up to St. Lawrence and attend a class. We had somebody buy a house. We had somebody's moving to Boston. We have somebody in Ireland, and I got some questions. So I think we'll start with Carzo's house. So the first one, Nooch, I have for you: if you could give us a percentage, will Carzo throw down? More than 1.5 times a month. Give me a percentage. And then I want Mike's answer too. Mm. See, that's like a tough question because we end up like hanging out at his apartment now a bunch because we're always at the bar across the street. And then we end up like going to the rooftop and, you know, get naked and chugging beers till four in the morning. Like we do that all the time. I don't know if it'll be the same. Like I feel like it'll be have to be pre-planned now. Like, oh, hey, I'm going to have a backyard party rather than, hey, do you want to leave the bar and just go drink on the roof? 
So I feel like it'll happen a lot less than it's happening now. I don't know if I have a percentage for you. I'll piggyback on that. Um, so I think Carzo buying a house, it, this is like, you know, he's entering the next stage of his life. It's not going to be, you know, come over after the bars and get naked. This is the stage <laughs> in his life where he's going to be like, okay, we're having a, a themed party on the, uh, on the 25th. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys have to wear, uh, some, you know, something tight and bright or like, we're going to dress like, up as a, it's uh, like, Oh, it's Thursday night. We're doing a, a what I was going to say is it's Thursday. Yes, we're doing a 1920s mystery party. I was yeah, gonna, who's well, the murderer? It's Thursday night, football's on. Who wants to carve pumpkins and make some spiked cider while we watch the game? Right? Yes. I, I think yes. that might and be you know, you know Lexi will have the whole place decked out for every holiday. All right, well, this gets to my next question. I like It'll smell like a gingerbread house as soon as you walk in December Scented 1st. candles up my ass. All so I think you just answered the question. Who's wearing the pants? Hmm. I think Carzo's gotten too skinny to wear his pants. Yeah, <laughs> the pants might not fit Carzo anymore. He needs a belt, man. And I think he's going to be getting like, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> Both physically and mentally. Um, I mean, he's a dual owner in fantasy. Let's think about something. Let's let's weigh this seriously. Dual owner in fantasy. Lost a lot of weight. Um, you know. Oh, we're really, we're gonna psychoanalyze him right now. We're yeah. Go through the whole profile. Yeah, and I mean, if, if we're thinking about who's wearing the pants, I don't know. Lexi's a teacher. Like, I think she. I mean, some Mike. We're teachers. We're probably pretty bossy in the classroom, right? Yeah, you have to be. Like you got to lay down the law. I think there might be some mm-hmm. student teacher action going on, if you know what I mean. So you think so? Carzo is just very submissive, is what we're saying. Like, yes, mommy, more mommy, please, mommy. All right, but but look at it this way. So you say he's he's a dual dual fantasy owner. Uh, does Carzo need to attach himself to something else? To it's like also don't forget, guys, guys, he's a dual fantasy over owner, and Colin fucks him too. He's just taking it. Taking it deep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. I don't know. Um I, I, I think I think you heard I think I'm going Lexi, and I think the key reason is one, Carzo's pants don't fit anymore. How will he move the treadmill into the new apartment? He's gonna need some help. <laughs> Who's got a truck and I will I I will help him move shit. A hundred percent. I'm not going to like it, but I will definitely help move shit. I'm also definitely going to get hammered in the backyard with him. Yeah. Um, next question over under five years in this house. What do you mean by that? Like, is he going to live in this house? Is he going to own the house more than five years? Like, is this like, let's think about his life right now. So in five years, I'm assuming they're splitting the house. What in five years, how old is he? 28, 33. Will he be there when he's 33? Yeah, I don't – dude, there's a lot of variables with that. We're getting deep into this because it depends on, okay, do they have a family? Okay, what's the income? Like, okay, what can we afford? Okay, where do we want to move? Like, there's there's a lot of thought that goes into that one. So I don't, I really don't know. He might need a financial advisor. Dude, he just mm, – mm, <laughs> I know a guy. Let's go. <laughs> he might need a tutor. 
Um, and then finally, I don't know. Last one on the Carzo house. What will be his most absurd purchase? <laughs> Does Carzo get into like smoking meats? Like he's going to drop a grip on a, a smoker? I feel like whatever like room he decides to make like a man cave or like his sports room, or, like he's going to buy some absurd sports memorabilia. A Utica Comet signed helmet from 1984 that nobody would ever even knew existed. I like that answer. Yeah. I agree. I, I was leaning more to you know? like like some ch- ch- like ch- what are they called? Chachotskis or Chotsky or like I don't know, but like like some three hundred dollar <laughs> little glass elephant that like a a train <laughs> set that that goes around yes. the Christmas tree. Yes. <laughs> That sort of thing. Um, <laughs> well, that was my guess. All right, so let's. We're, well, we're in Buffalo. We may as well take the uh, flight down to Boston. Um, so here's my first question: Is when Alec moves to Boston, is he more likely to hang out with the boys or the Model UN Club at Harvard? Hmm. Yes. <laughs> well, seeing that he's been hanging out with the chemist and doctor, Mr. Brett Barnes. Um, recently, I've wondered when he moves to Boston, will he be hanging around doctors and scholars or police officers and salesmen and teachers? That's the thing about Alec. Like he, he will do it all. Like he's going to show up an hour late to the pregame with the boys. Cause he just got a late lunch with the chess club from Boston college. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he'll just do it all. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Um, I, I, my next bullet point is I'm just jealous. Um, so that's, that's where I'm coming from is this is coming from a sense of jealousy where my almost asked more likely Alec to make a million dollars in the next three years or Cormac get kicked out of the police Academy. That was a question that was going to get asked. And I think it's an obvious choice. I don't know about all that. I just know Cormac that. Cormac get kicked you, out of the police academy. Thank you. If you live in I don't, the, I was going to say, I don't think Cormac will ever get kicked out. If you live in the greater Boston area, you better hide your girlfriend because Alec Deach is coming to town. <laughs> Dude, and, I like that answer. And before you know it, like they'll be going on walks on the Charles. They'll be going to a regatta. I mean, and my next question is, the last one on him. Is he more likely to attend an indie band concert in Boston or a sporting event, a professional sporting event? Hmm. Again, that depends who he's hanging with. Is he popping? It depends. Is he microdosing <laughs> acid and going to a concert on Thursday? Which which or Alex is he even tailgating? Yeah, I don't know. I think- again, my answer is he'll do both. We'll do both. I, I agree. And I think the key one for me there is the indie band concert, probably at 20 bucks. Sporting events are expensive. Alec is incredibly fiscal and he is incredibly well with his finances. So I think he'd be like, you know what? If I'm going to a sporting event, I'm hoping somebody's bringing me. It's like, indie, oh, $15 on a Friday, I'll throw it. Um, and once again, as you can see in the thing, I'm just jealous. Um, <laughs> so. Well, we're moving into Boston, right? I think we need to look across the pond in the island um, and take a look at the man who's placing bets at 1.30 local time through his sister's Instagram 
to his friend who she can't even say his name. So my first question is, does Chardonnay Gamblers Anonymous? I, I don't, I don't mean this in a bad way. I just don't understand the charter going to Ireland every fucking year thing. I literally, my whole entire life, like I thought to go travel the world was like exactly what cars have said. You break the piggy bank, you tell your boss to fuck off. Like I'm taking two weeks and I'm going to travel the world. Like he does it every summer. I don't understand. That's my two cents. Sorry. I mean, has that, have you guys been across the pond? No, I've never been either. I, my family went to Italy like a few years ago, just the five of us, but it was, you're on like the opposite side of the world. You're not like talking to people. You're not working. You're not, I don't know. Like it blew my mind. Everything's expensive to fly there. Like it's crazy. And if he hadn't gone with MK, I would have asked the question, does he have a second girlfriend in Ireland? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, is somebody Any else? on Grinder? <laughs> is there another Gallagher out there? Is there another Mary Kate out there? I mean, we know that's what he's into. I'm sure there are a lot of them in Ireland. Tall, 5'9", blonde, probably have a dribble drop in her arsenal. Um, probably curse like a sailor. Exactly. Probably knows. Probably can play Guinness golf and hit a hole-in-one. What do you think their day-to-day is in Ireland? Because, like, I'm, she's awesome, but, like, she gets after it, too. Like, you think the two of them I've just had- wake each other up with mimosas and say, like, all right, let's do it? So from snaps, I bet they wake up and I bet like he, you know, when you're with them and you're doing something, he's got like that, like, oh, like I'm hungover, but I am so ready to do this type of thing. Like, yes. he's like, oh, like today is going to be. So I bet it starts with like a coffee. And like, I bet as you guys are going, as he's getting to get the coffee, like he's just talking about last night. He's like, oh my God, like this reminds me of blah, 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 blah. But like, <laughs> then they get the coffee and then at 10 o'clock rolls around. He hasn't had breakfast yet. And he's like, a Guinness? And when he says a Guinness, that immediately means lunch. Lunch. So I'd assume lunch goes to like one thirty. Then they go do something in Ireland that I don't, I don't even know what they like. When I see his snaps, I'm like, what's going on here? That's they, go mean that. what like he- a, they go pet like a mini horse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hanging out with like 40-year-olds. Like, no, not even 40-year-olds, like 70-year-olds. Like singing songs. Just like meeting people out and about as they're walking around. Yeah. He's like, oh, you, you you have a passion for Guinness, Ireland, <laughs> no more. Jason Tatum being bad at basketball, let's hang out. Um, like I, I think he just walked around. I don't know what. Like I, he told me he was going last two weeks ago, and I was like, oh, nice. And he, I, he told me it was a dad, him and his dad trip. This does not seem like a him and his dad trip. Dude, Dude, I don't think question. these. I don't think these trips are planned. I think he like. Books the fight the day before. <laughs> so I was just gonna say, like, do you think he planned like certain events, or he's just like, "Yo, I'm gonna go to Ireland and just uh, make up and wing it." In in Southie, he's always got a pair of binoculars with him. I feel like, and when the beacon gets lit, he sees it, <laughs> and he's like, "It's time to return to the homeland." <laughs> I don't even what do they have like Scottish Air or something? Like I don't know what they fly. Um, so it's a bit go good for him. It, no, fun. he's got a it. job, and you know what? He's enjoying himself now. Betting I, when he bet the Pats under that was the ultimate jinx. Like I'm gonna have my sister ask someone to place a bet for me. That's when you knew that game was going over. <laughs> I'm, I honestly, I thought that game was gonna be like a ten to seven game. Well, I because bet- it was pouring in Foxborough like the whole day. Like neither teams have been super good. 
I bet the Pats first half because I thought Belichick owned rookie quarterbacks or young quarterbacks. Nope. Um, all right. Now we'll get to Dylan. Um, and the first thing we need to talk about is his kind of his sports takes are getting a bit absurd and they're getting a little flip floppy. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't go this far back in the group chat. Has he always been a Tua supporter? Mm-hmm. Okay. So then I'm incorrect there. Um, he has, he has always been a Tua supporter. All right. Then my, my mistake. Um, now two things I will call him out for is on September 1st, he put in the group chat, these Florida Gators look a little different. Um, three and three. I haven't heard much about them. They're at Georgia this week. We'll find out if they're different this week. Um, and then the other one that caught me off guard was he said Belichick was a bad football coach this morning, which is like a bit absurd in my opinion. But I don't think this is the right group of people to have this conversation with. Well, I gotta. Be I think you gotta you gotta file through Dylan's takes, and you have to kind of like weed out the bullshit. Like, how much of it does he actually believe, and how much of it is he just trying to get under people's skin? Mm. Stir in the pot. Yeah, I'm pretty easy to stir my pot too. I'm not even a Pats fan, and I'm like, huh, this is a bit of a ridiculous take. Now, I will say, the Pats make the playoffs. Will I wear a Patriots shirt? Of course. Will I go to a game if someone offers me tickets? Probably not. Um, don't care that much. Too much driving. Now, at the same time, Charter, Cormac, Ryan, Kevin. If you guys don't want to go to Pats game, I'm down with the boys. But it, I'm I'm not dying to go to a Pats game. Put it like that. I think this is reverse psychology, boys. And he's like, "Yo, boys, let's go to a Pats game." Yeah, crying about it. Then, um, well, it seems like that segment was a bit of a blow blowback. Wait, but so he went to slew, huh? Dylan? Yeah, I think that's where yeah. we're going with this. Yeah. yeah. So Dylan went to SLU. Um, now, I want your guys' initial reaction when he said he went to a class because all I thought of was me, like, as someone who – not football season. Like, imagine me, my whatever year, taking a bong rip and showing up to class and seeing this guy. <laughs> Stumpy. Stump, like, this guy. Do you think he had a notebook? Hundred percent, he had a notebook. Did he? Did he? Do you think he asked a question in the lecture? Because you've been in one of those classes, Mike. Did he? I'm ask- going multiple questions. He was <laughs> <laughs> now. He, he had the professor's hand. Year. Now, as as a student in his class, do you think that he a oh this guy's pretty intelligent? B get this guy the fuck out of my class, <laughs> or C. Did this guy even go to St. Lawrence? Uh, those professors, man, have some some weird energy. <laughs> they probably loved it. I think they loved it. I mean, I just can't imagine showing up to my – imagine going – or just being in football season, walking from our 6 a.m. meeting, going to Dana, being miserable to show up, and you see this 30 – about, about to be 30-year-old in two years, thrilled to be in women's history. Dude, I just think I think that's the epitome of like St. Lawrence liberal arts, like ask questions. Like when he probably emailed whatever teacher it was to ask if he could sit down in a class, that was probably the highlight of that teacher's year so far. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, Liz loved that. <laughs> she probably introduced him before the class started. 100%. And the fact, the other fact was that 
because there were no photos or any group chats during the class makes me believe he was incredibly engaged. Yeah. Like he probably, he probably left his phone in the car just to make sure he could t- soak it all in. The other part of that trip that I was laughing at too, or like thinking about laughing at was like, David Allery as alumni taking a little like couples vacation weekend back to SLU. Like the idea is hilarious or is awesome. But what's hilarious is like when I used to think of the alumni house, I'd be like, yo, like all the boys will come back for alumni weekend. We'll get trashed at the alumni house. Like it'll be sick. Like, no, like they used it exactly what it's for. <laughs> like a little couples get away to book for two nights. You know what I mean? Well, then I thought of like, the, like he took a photo by the fire pit. Like if anything, a lot of the people in our group chat would like kick the fire pit over and laugh. <laughs> like, no, Dylan actually enjoyed the fire. Imagine us on a Friday after class on the party patio, just seeing like a few alumni casually drinking beers. <laughs> and, the, well, and then the, the final thought is he went to the pub. Like, you know what Sunday night's like at the pub? That is D Spates hour. That is like, <laughs> like the people who are just always there. And then you have this guy walk in with his wife. Like, excuse me, that is not your time in the pub, sir. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the the closing thought on this is probably, you know, so so Dylan Ellery, like all the power to them, name their son after the town, the college they met, like it's all good and well, but you know what? Soon tuition is going to be, I don't know, ninety, a hundred grand a year. <laughs> that kid is destined to go to SLU. He better watch out, boys. <laughs> Oh, Dylan, that's why oh he's not going to say where he works because he would probably ask us to delete the pod. Um, that's why he got his new job. Couldn't be I like, didn't even think about that 20 years from now paying that tuition. And you know what? He's going to love it. He's going he's gonna to be so joyous at moving day. He's going to be like, son, this is where I cream pied your wife for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> your mom. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. she liked it. Um, so I, I, we've covered most of a lot of the stuff. Then last thing, I don't know if he listens, but what are the percentage we don't hear from Smokes for a month if the Phils win the World Series and the the Eagles are undefeated still? Dude, I don't know. That's He deserves it so much. Like, if there's anybody in the group chat that I could pick to just enjoy just their city burning down from sports winning every championship, it'd be it. Yeah. So if if he goes MIA, I don't blame him. I, I agree. Um, yeah, and I think, I mean, we've covered most of the stuff I put in. The, anything in the group, I mean, Sam's still Sam. Kevin's being Kevin. He went to Penn State. Obviously, he got a ton of updates. Um Pete crashed his truck. We think that it got put in rice or not. <laughs> Dude, I was what about laughing? Go ahead, Case. I was going to say, I was laughing when Pete explained it. He's like, yeah, I was just trying to turn it around, and apparently the ditch was bigger than it looked. I'm like, Dude, it looked big in the picture. What do you mean? <laughs> Where does he live now? I don't even know. Louisiana still? Yeah, I don't know. The, the ditches oh, are bigger down there. Yeah. 
I think he's still in Louisiana, but I actually don't know that. Maybe Texas? Or am I making that up? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Mike, anything you're going to add? No, I mean, you know, I'm talking about, you mentioned Sam. A, a relationship with Sam really interests me because, like, it's something we haven't seen before. And, like, he's going on, like, trips with this girl. I mean, do you think Carter he just bought a house? He might be the next one to buy. <laughs> do you think he still bullies Mitch and some other members of the group as hard as he does now that he has a love in his life? Or do you think he's softened up a little bit? You know, I can't picture a Sam that's softened up a little bit. I think he's still got his bite. <laughs> I, I, he's I, got his bite, but I will say he's he seems busier because he's less, I don't want to say active, but he's less snappy on people in the group chat than he has been. Right, he's preoccupied. Before. There's less opportunities yes. to, to snap. Exactly. No, I mean, it's an interesting fact um, or thought. And then, I mean, if we has can... anybody has anybody met her? So, I actually, I, it was like a year ago this weekend. I went down to New York to stay with Sam for this holiday. Apparently, I met her. This was before they were dating. I think it was when they were kind of first started, like friend groups overlapping. So I don't really remember her. You know, I mean, I haven't met her. Didn't meet her. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I was with her at whatever apartment we were pre-gaming at, but I don't, it wasn't like a memorable, she's cool as hell, blah, blah, blah. I, I really don't know. Nah, if Sam's with her, she is cool as hell. For sure. Duh. She must, she must, she must love Swedish men. Um, <laughs> as we have a minute left, anything you guys want to say? I'm going to finish with a little thing that I want to mention, but. I, I appreciate you having us on. Yeah. Um, and I think that I need to explain my new celebrity man crush, Nick Adams. Um, I think this guy is awesome. Let me let me hit you with some of his tweets to finish the pod. Mansplaining does not exist. It's called education. There's one. Number two, this is all in one day. Instead of getting goaded on the sticks with Fortnite, you should be educated on God's love with the Bible. We can keep on going. Actually, that one's too absurd to read over the pod. Um, <laughs> happy birthday <laughs> to no Trump pass rusher, Nick Bosa. This is all in one day. Um, Brett Favre, with all of his alleged accusations from the media, had hired Trump's old attorney. What a home run. Nobody likes Barack Obama. 99% of Americans would rather be watching Donald Trump. As a former owner of a team, President Trump actually knows football and add, could add something to the broadcast. What the hell has Barack Obama ever done? This guy, this is all in three hours. I'm just scrolling down. 